You are listening to Shoot and Scoot, the Flames of War, Team Yankee, Fate of a Nation, Narm and Great War podcast that tries to make sense of the weird and wonderful world of 15mm wargaming with our tongues firm in our cheeks, our panzers flat to the ground and our dice, more often than not, failing to shoot and scoot every episode. We invite you to join us on our many hobby misadventures on Facebook and on the blog at BreakthroughAssault.co.uk and to shop online at Battlefield Hobbies because we've lost comms with Hammy and I'm worried he's stuck under a pile of box files. If nice dice your advice, then be sure to check out diceofwar.com.au, our podcast sponsor here at Shoot and Scoot. I'm Eddie Fez-Turner, broadcasting from somewhere in the desert, and I'm joined by my co-host Duncan, I don't like Cher, Gosling. I hate Cher. And Lee, Space Manatee, Parnell. I have no strong opinion on Cher. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 30. Which the one without a subtitle? I don't know. I think I didn't know. I, th- I think the cracks are starting to show. Surely, you know they are. It's it's just yeah. being stuck in a hotel room without any hobby. That's what's doing it. With with eighteen pound Budweiser, Christ. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's only seven pounds a bottle. Special offer. Special offer. Yeah. yeah cause nobody to see. <laughs> to be fair, that's cheaper than Denmark. Oh God. My record was paying £9.75 pence for a can, a can of Guinness in a hotel oh, in Norway. What? <laughs> oh, I got the Scandies. Lee! <laughs> what are we, what are we talking, paying. What are we talking about tonight? I, I did. I'm kind of shocked from that. Um, yeah. So tonight we're. That's not happened in a while, has it, Lee? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sadly. Um... <laughs> Zing. <laughs> Sad zing. Um, <laughs> so tonight, oh, it's going to be one of those episodes. Um, we got <laughs> top five armies that we've never gotten around to. Um, the first game was after lockdown. We're then going to have a quick talk about our No Dice, No Glory, but Break for Assault, Hookup, Gazala campaign. Not any of us actually know anything about it. And then we'll go to about um, US Team Yankee this. And that's it. No else's Christmas night. No sort of painting because we haven't really had a chance to paint this last podcast. We interrupt your scheduled broadcasting to bring you this: the latest James Hammy Hamilton update. We have made contact. At this instant, things are on hold as he rearranges his living room corner. But he has nearly finished some Valentine Stewarts and BA tens. He's also partly a 28 millimeter Oddball Sherman. And next, it could be Nikephorian Byzantines. Nikephorian? Yep, Nikephorian. Nikephorian. Mm-hmm. That's an ancient It could be rebasing and sorting some of my six millimeter Renaissance. Oh my god. I only asked him what he was painting now. And then more so, <laughs> thanks. It's one, two, three. Oh, he's still going. Is, is oh. rearranging his um, front room a, a euphemism? Because he is a man of a certain age now. I just. He, well, I don't know. He said, we just say living room corner, probably to stack more more tanks in. Always <laughs> <laughs> box files, yeah. yeah more yeah. box files. But I'm, he is alive, he's doing all right. And I really yeah. hope he's got a Dewey Decimal system or something, because otherwise that's going to be a bugger to find anything. Yeah, it's when, you, it's when you know that you've got the army somewhere, and then you uh, yep. just, just don't know where it is in your, your collection. Where did I put those T-34s? I've never had that, honest. Talking about T-34s and armies that we've never got around to. There we go. Segway. Segway. Back, to, back to the point. 
So this is, we, mm. is, is this collections? We I should have clarified this before. Is this collections we've got and just haven't finished yet or haven't started? Or aspirations of? Yeah, I think, I think it's going to be everything. It's a whole, okay. it's, a, it's a broad church. So. All right. Who wants to go first? I'll, I'll go first. Because my, my thing is anything to do with Nam. Oh, man. What are you doing really? to me? Anything. I mean, I've always, it's one of those things I want to do so much, but it's all three nations. And what we need desperately more is Vietnam, Vietnamese players. It's just like, so I, yeah. I know I have to do Vietnamese. I don't really want, I want to not do Vietnamese, but I want to deal with the cool Black Hawks and you know, um, Hueys and the Black Hawk division. That kind yeah, of there's no Black Hawks, Lee. Lee, there's no Black Hawks. Black Horse, was it? Oh, it is, yeah. Black, oh, Black Horse, Hawk. yeah. That's right. rages. Because it's all because America's got all the cool all, all the cool kits. It's not like the VMEs aren't balanced. It's just they don't have cool toys. No, if, if you like painting infantry. Yeah. Uh, well, I've got. I mean, that was going to be my fifth one. It was actually going to be my um, the the Vietnamese armies. Because mm-hmm. I've got not the People's Army. The um, trying to think of the appropriate term. That In- isn't, is it NBA? Yeah, NVA. Yeah, because you've got the NVA and then the PAVN. Pe- well, uh, that's the same thing, People's Army. You... Yes. Yeah. Basically, the irregulars. Yeah. Uh, I've got a whole load of those to get painted that I got from, sadly, last year's, uh, what do you call it, show? Open Day. No, no the Open Day. Yeah. That I really missed oh. would have been this month. Sad panda. Damn you, oh God, it would have been, wouldn't it? Yeah. Damn you, ineffective long Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. So yeah, no. So my my fifth one that I've never got around to is also, um, yeah, I could love my whole arm thing in there as well. So I have got the airborne and the black horse as well. <laughs> he says. But it's just a lot of, like, you know, a lot of commitment. A lot of infantry. It's a lot of infantry. But, you know, maybe if I lower my lower my standards even more and just black <laughs> out of everything. I mean, contrast would help a lot with NBA, I think. To be yeah. honest, I think it's going to be more the actual assembly, which talking about finding a way to get hobby whilst I go away with work. That could be one of the first things I could sit there and build. Mm. Yeah, infantry's not too too bad. And then Gis gets stopped by security by some very confused security guard. He's like, why have you got all these little army men? With mean, that said, I did take a platoon of um, Italian motorcycles to the Azores and back by accident once. Put the blister in my bag. I went through airport security and got the other side and was reaching for my wallet and pulled out a platoon of Italian motorcyclists and went, oh, why have I got this? <laughs> Did you scream Avanti at that point? <laughs> Avanti! I've learned, I've, I've learned the hard way not to be screaming things in airports. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. yeah. It's a good way to get cavity searched, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So, Nam is number five for Lee and myself. Duncan. Um, 
I was going to go for my uh, an Italian army. I've never done an Italian army in mid war. What 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 would you do? What would I do? Some eventies. Yeah, or semos. Well, yeah, that crazy some eventy list. I think I threw together, which had um, like three platoons of semaventi or something and then 25 pounds he had like five barrels templates in it i mean i played some eventies at warfare last year and they just ate absolutely ate my shermans really yeah they're only 88 yeah 88 no what's the bigger yeah. is, is there a bigger one what am i thinking of some of oh, I'm pretty the, sure. Sorry, they ate the they ate the Stuarts. That's right. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they, oh, yeah, they'll destroy Stuarts. Yeah, is ambushing the, the big ambush of the heavy anti German anti tank guns is what took out the uh, the Shermans. Yeah, I, I don't know. It just uh, this. Yeah, it just seems something different. Um, I like the Semiventi anyway, mm. but um, just this well, kooky idea. Hammer. It is. Yeah. It is. And it's it, it's also in that list. It's elite, so you get like bonkers ones that never run away. Mm-hmm. Wait, all all, all Italian armies elite, isn't it? No, no, I don't think so. They're part of the artillery, aren't they? Uh, okay, that makes sense. I think the artillery gets a better role than the um, armor does. I could be well, you know, I haven't seen looked at that book for absolutely ages. So I could be way off the mark with that but they always thought it was just something dif- different a bit cooler mm-hmm. yeah. um i got a, a platoon i need to do at some point to support the 90s light for the desert but um yeah just something a bit different for mid-war i've never done one so yeah that'd be my number five not a priority but uh unlimited time and cash Sorry. get in there <laughs> Hubby's Hubby's update- still going <laughs> he's updated me saying he's making a nice painting <laughs> nice painting corner um in his yeah in his house to do hobby painting with so his excuses are limited <laughs> he says he can't make terrain <laughs> can't make terrain in the living room because there's too much sand <laughs> what in the living room Anyway, welcome to the Hammy um, live feed. So. Yeah. <laughs> live, live. Hammy live feed. Dear 17. Dear 17. Hammy. Of Look at what you've unleashed, Fez. Yeah. Hammy's made his front room into a sand table. <laughs> it's like Santa's all over again. Oh, my God. Uh, number four on armies that we've never gotten around to. Um, so my next one is Americans in World War Two. Never. <laughs> never do, so I, I've never done Americans in World War Two. I have at least what? now got because of. Again, it's just one of those things. I had other priorities in World War Two, like I wanted to get like axes and done. I did Brits first. So I, next priority yeah. I have to get axes. I've got to make noise because obviously this is not a visual medium, and you can't see how a gate by jaw is. What? You've not done any US Army? I've never done a US Army for World War Two. Wow. But wow. Now, surprised. I have at least got, because um, of um, Hit the Beach and getting my US starter set for helping out their um, open day, have you I got... have at least now got all the bits to do in American. Okay. Course, so it's going to be oh. my next 
my it's my next project once once I get these. Um, I was going to have to review our friendship. Lights. I was just like, what? It's, it's not I didn't want to. It's just that there's always there's always other things as a as a higher priority. I don't know what you're talking about at all, Lee. I cannot. <laughs> well, prioritization, yeah. Because a lot of the time I was trying to do stuff to keep the community, the Brighton community going. So it's like, you know, I had to prioritise on what would be yeah. interesting for like getting Eastern Front going or just getting two armies so I could teach people how to play. So the Americans never really fit into a criteria along that route. But yeah, it is, my plan is to do them next once I get these, um, like I say, these little bits of 40k stuff out of the way. Have you got any specific type of force that you're looking to do or just any? It'll be, um, it'll be late war um, American armoured with paratroops as a, as a side thing to it. Very nice. Mm. Speaking of paratroops, and that's my number four, is my uh, Band of Brothers 506 Parachute Infantry Regiment. Is that the uh, gliders? No, no, it's um, Standard Airborne. Okay. Band, from, from Band of Brothers. I got the blister with all the character models in, with spears, winters, and that kind of thing. Yep. Um, I got four playing in Corrivery about, say, four years ago? Some years. Some years, yeah. And I was going to run a full US Para Band of Brothers list with all the um, Takaha sergeants and that kind of thing. Yeah, and, cool. Yeah, no, yeah. It's, I, it's one of the few armies where a lot of the stuff is. Well, I said a lot. A couple of one of the most missed version four units is my um, 50 cal AA machine gun blister that I've got for the guys. It's not made it over into V4 yet, or I doubt it will. To be fair, the 50 cal machine gun. Yeah, yeah. They, the US had like little tripod mounted anti aircraft 50 calibers. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, the AA, yeah. the true AA. Yeah. Yeah, but not not yeah. on a trailer. Literally on a little. Yeah, tripod on a stick. stick. Yeah, so I'm going to turn that into the objective, I think. Oh, cool. Have those guys standing around with like the um, artillery. Because um, I've also got the staff team as well. The 105s. Right. 105s? 105s? They're lightweight ones. They sent the 5 mil. I think they can have either. Yeah, anyway, they're little airbo- airdropped artillery guys so that's gonna be a little stand but it's one of the ones that i think i want to take some extra time with making them look nice so of yeah, course that would look cool goes back and back and back and back and i ended up going with my third armored instead <laughs> like fury inspired 76 mil easy eight well if you do get around to it i think i've got a german artillery staff team as well if you want that for doing like the brycourt manor thing oh, that'd be cool so actually, uh, I actually went to Brycourt Manor on the uh, French trip a couple of years ago. Which is, uh... I mean, you made it sound like a school trip then. Oh, it kind of was, really. It's just be you know, did all the D-Day beaches and stuff. It was a school yeah. family trip. But, Educational uh, I learning adventure. Yeah, I don't, I don't think the landowner's that keen on people exploring anymore. There's lots of um, electric fences, like the little electric animal fences strewn across everywhere rather <laughs> oh so the ones that won't kill you just yeah yeah just, it just makes yeah. it obvious that you're not supposed to go walking across that field you're like oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah main rather than kill that's fine yeah yeah it's fine 
Uh, Duncan. Well, so talking of infantry, uh, I've still got the Passage rocketing around in my brain. The Iranian Passage Infantry Company. Yeah. It's not going to go away, I don't think. It's just... It's just a lot of figures. It's a can lot of make, infantry. Can you make a special Passage um, fundraising T-shirt? Passage me up. I'm only wearing this T-shirt to force <laughs> to force Duncan Gosling to paint 300 miniatures. Yeah. We should say we've got to do a Patreon now. That's it. We are. <laughs> what for that one thing? I just—it's yeah. not even just the infantry. It's the fact that you've got a hundred stands of infantry. And it's not even half your your, your list. Massage <laughs> the world. Well, actually, I think it's sixty. It's I think it's sixty points, something like that. It's sixty just, points for a hundred stands. It's something ridiculous like that. I can't remember. I, I I think I was looking at um. It was either I think it was ten ballistas to oh, start with. God. Um, and then it's just all the other stuff in it as well. Like you need like well, you don't need obviously needs of very relative term but um <laughs> but there was i think there was eight cobras as well or something like that to back them up well, i could probably help you out the cobras now that the apaches are out but yeah it's just yeah but it's just painting another eight you know eight cobras on top of a ton of infantry and then still realizing that you've got points left over potentially in a hundred point list it is crazy but i did like the idea of it because it's the a is um an all infantry list in team yankee which you know you can count them on one finger how many there are. Yep. And um, just the, the rules they've got as well, where you can essentially spearhead with them. Um, so, so they have would, to start, would, they have would, to start would, the table. Would you table. have tanks with it? Uh, I think you, you can have like a token three tanks in the formation. And it's like, well, yeah, all right, why, why not? Oh, add some rocket um, jeeps. Uh, yep, rocket jeeps. And um, it was Cobras. I love the image of rocket jeeps. Rocket Jeep. <laughs> Elton John Rocket driving one. Flying yeah. through the air at the speed of sound. So there was, uh, uh, yeah, the um, recorders Jeeps, aren't they? Not Rocket Jeeps. Wow. But whatever. Um, yeah, so some of them, and then, yeah, there's three tanks, and then some scorpions, I think. Scorpions? Yeah. Um, but it's just the fact that, yeah, you have to, you have, the rules say that you have to start with them on the table. So even in a game where you've got to have like um, 60, 40 reserves, you have to start with all the Bissage on the table. So you end up with like 75 points or something you can end up with, I think, on the table. So yeah, so it's 22 points. Yep. And that is 25 stands of AKM assault rifles yep. plus 12 RPG-7 stands. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which you can have four of. So yeah, four platoons of that is your eighty-eight points. Then you add in your HQ stand. Yeah, so I think it, I only did three to give me some punch. No, like was... I'm just working out what we're going to make you paint. Oh, if you add that oh, okay. HQ stand, that's a hundred and forty-nine stands of infantry. Yep, and it comes in at not even a hundred points. Yeah, at eighty-nine points. Eighty-nine <laughs> points. For... Six hundred tank jeeps and. A platoon of three tanks. I, I I do think you need the cobras. I mean, eight toes is pretty pretty terrifying. You can go cobra. La, 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 la. Well, yeah, because I had this uh, this image of it is a bit like eighties airwolf type thing with all this infantry getting up and running at 
people with you know 36 stands of rpgs and then just loitering sort of low in the background would be eight uh toe slinging cobras nice yeah. 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 Going, yeah. that might start threatening the infantry yeah because yeah. MLRSs will eat it up. And it's gonna deal oh, with yeah. It. <laughs> can, you imagine, can you imagine that? <laughs> Take that off. Because you hit them all. I think they've only got four plus save as well, the Passage. So, yeah. Every... Would, that, would that technically make their Passage rocket infantry? <laughs> uh, pretty much. I think that'd have to be. You'd have to get a wriggle on. Time would definitely be the essence in that game, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Can't exactly loiter around the back going, well, shall we attack? Well... I'm we could try and dig in. No, I'm going to try and dig in again. Try and dig in. Oh, you can't dig in. They, they they never have bulletproof cover. Even if you occupy a building, you can't get bulletproof if cover. You, if you use that, yeah, only if you use your um, special move. If you choose not to use yeah. it, you can. Oh come on! Who's not using that special move? I, I, mean, I really. just I didn't say you had to. I'm just saying it's not. No, I know, but <laughs> of course, I just like the idea that. See, I think that's one of those things where the the rule writing might have uh, uh, have come before the thought process if you like because i get it if you can't dig in that's fine you know digging in wherever yeah. but the fact that you can't get bulletproof cover in a in a house <laughs> you st- stood in a house and going, hanging out all the windows yeah <laughs> i know they're not i know they're not very skilled but i mean even i'd like to think even i can hide in a house and uh you know but yeah they're, they're that's that's still on the list i think it's just it's just so bonkers that's the problem, is it? I get distracted by these these ludicrous product, projects that have no merit in actually, you know, it's, it's almost like you, oh, I'd spend like three years painting the bloody thing, and then it would be one comedy game, and I go, oh, that, that was great. Put that yeah. back on the shelf. I'll bring my uh, minigun armed Humvees. <gasps> that would be a great game. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> You're we'd be like, <laughs> Yeah. But then you can scream RPG, RPG, RPG as well. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. Almost worth doing just for that. Yeah, that is going to be fun. Almost. (laughs) Number three. Yep. Mr. Lee. Um, So number three would be um, what's next? Oh yeah, Volks would be the Volks. Oh, Vox Grenadiers. Well, Vox Grenadiers, I've got those. It's got um, the AK-40. Volksturm. 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 Oh, really? Old men and boys? Yeah. I I, I, I just really like the models back in the the day, especially they had all the bits on. Um, No, they are cool. They're very cool miniatures. Yeah. No, it's been... Those are amazing. Sculpts, to be honest. They, they were so hard to get as well. I mean, at times, I kept trying to get hold of them, and they were, and they just they seemed to have a very limited run and disappeared. Yeah. I always regret not getting a couple when I had the chance at, at Salute one year when they just hadn't been some on the shelf. Mm. I always wanted to run. I always wanted to run that list of like um, a bunch of King Tigers with Volksturm putting in the infantry. These I did, a, I did a, I did a, I did a Caribbean or a Grand Tournament where I took um, Otto Carius. And Jag Tigers with Volksturm. Yeah, it was it was hilarious just having these little guys. It, it was more frustrating watching people's frustration when they wouldn't run away, because <laughs> everyone was like, "Oh, you know, they're they're just normal, you know, 
chaff infantry that we can just rocket, you know, artillery and yeah. get in there, run away, you know, pin them. And they wouldn't unpin, but they'd also continually pass their last stand tests. Mm-hmm. Mm. One of them, it was, I did nine tests in a row, five up, and they just stayed. Just, nope, not having it. Yeah, they'll do that. They're, they're, what were they? they weren't fearless, though, were they? No, they were reluctant yeah, conscript, weren't they? Reluctant conscript. Yeah. They were yeah. really, really bad, but they're really. They had Panzerfaust to the ear. <laughs> yeah. Rifle, rifle Panzerfaust. And then for an extra point, you can give one of them the MG15, which is the yeah. World One machine gun that has the terrible center of gravity mounted bipod. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that the World War One one? Yeah, yeah. turns the whole gun into a seesaw. See <laughs> um, our arsenal. There you go. Now I remember. From last podcast, C and R Arsenal are the website slash YouTube guys who do a lot of historical research into World War One weaponry. Oh, okay. They did a crossover with um, Ian from um, Forgotten Weapons, right? Where they shot, they they basically ranked all of the um, LMGs from World War One. Oh, yes, you talked about this before, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, spoiler alert, the uh, Lewis gun one. <laughs> it's awesome. Because it's just, all, you know, yeah, it's just you can do everything with it, basically. Um, but it's quite funny, because after watching that, you go back and watch Star Wars, like, oh, that's that's a Lewis gun. Oh, that's, uh, mm-hmm. that's you know, start spotting the historical weapons. But, anyway, my number three... Am I next, or is it Duncan? Yeah, you're next. I'm last. Oh, okay. I'm last. Okay. Standard. My, my number three is actually what I thought Lee was about to say, which was the uh, Volks Grenadiers from... Bulge? Yes. Because mm. those are some exceedingly nice winterized sculpts. Yeah, um, they're, so they're also the... crackers, aren't they? They've got... They no one's got an assault rifle... Yeah, all 44-armed with MGs. They're assault rifle MG mix. Depending oh, really? On yeah, there was two two types of platoons you could have. There's ones that were just assault rifles. You had others that were assault rifle with MGs in the in the in the company. Um, so I had those along with the 3.7 mil. 3.7 centimeter ground-based anti-aircraft. The gun that's on the mobile wagon yep. on the ground. Yep. And the Scorzani uh, commander, who I've only ever played one game with, and on their very first attempt, both stands went up to the local Joe, the local Americans, and basically said, "Ah, it is raining dogs and cats, yeah," and got discovered mm. away. I like the hamburgers. Yes, <laughs> be American. Are you an American? Dead. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, doing that, doing those guys again, finishing those off would be good. But it's the whole winter winter listing, I think. You know, it looks amazing. And I know I've seen um, Coxer has done it really well. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, he's a beautiful. Yeah. I've played that list and it's lovely. Um, curse his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's grey now. No. Yeah. Duncan. Yeah. 
Um, so number three for me, I, I I can't remember what I was listening to. I was listening to something and they were talking about the, I think it might have been the old iteration of Breakthrough Assault, in all honesty. I think it might have been Coxer and Ven talking about um, Nord, the SS division in um, Scandinavia. Oh. And doing a list that represents, because they actually, when um, late war, they actually pulled right back through um, Sweden and, and into Norway and Norway then flip sides and all this kind of stuff and, and they, they had to yeah. get evacuated but they had some kooky stuff up there as well so it's all mountain troops because I've never done a, a mountain division um, you know paint any of those uh, what they're called Gebergsjäger for a start Gebergsjäger so they, they already have you know a bit kooky stuff but then they also had some French I think there was Renault FT17s or something like that up there <laughs> Um, so they had all those but yeah just again uh, something completely different it would be I doubt it would be very good in you know open gameplay per se because it would be all lightly armed mountain troops and all this kind of stuff but yeah just something different I've never done Gebergs Um, they're cool they're cool cool figures and just a different theatre again nice it's another infantry list though I'm seeing a pattern for me, unfortunately. Just, just, um, I have infantry. Oh, who knew? Yeah, yeah. Apparently, it's a curse. <laughs> yeah. Now, one of my first, one of my first armies was actually my Estonian SS. Yeah. Picked up a box, um, a company box of SS, cheap, kind of by accident. I can't quite remember how I got them. Was that the ones with the Pat Forties in them? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it was a great box, but then I was just like, "Oh, I didn't realize these were SS figures at the time." Um, so I ended up doing a bit of research and finding out about, about the Estonians and the fact that they, you know, were only SS because all volunteers were had to become SS as part of one of Hitler's decrees. Um, and they thought they they thought they did the same thing as well. They fought in Estonia. It was a really good movie, actually. Um, 1945 I think it's called which tells about Estonians who were enrolled into the Red Army when they left and were therefore you know, mm-hmm. conscripted and fighting back to recapture Estonia against other Estonians who were fighting in you know SS uniform <laughs> and it's yeah it's a really really well it's an independent thing um, that's in oh, Estonia okay. the subtitles it's, it's mind-blowing I have to is that literally a war where it's like nervous want to be here? <laughs> well, no, because they, they want to be, you know, they want to liberate their country. But well, how? Yeah. yeah. Twenty fifteen. It's called nineteen forty four. Forced to fight is one of the subtitles. Um, it, it's got an amazing one of the main amazing battle scenes is where you've got these SS in a, a trench system defending with MG forty two versus you know, T-34s and everything coming up over the hill. Mm-hmm. Jesus. It's really well done. It's a really, really good film. Um, but well, the, the the SS Estonians ended up fighting all the way back to Berlin um, and then were stuck because they um, couldn't go home. Yeah, a bit of a rock and a hard place there. Yeah, so they actually ended up, um, a company of them got enlisted and uh, was trained up by the US Army to, to be guards as part of the Nuremberg trials. 
Oh, the Nuremberg ones. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So you actually had actual, you know, technical SS, you know, soldiers guarding the uh, the, the SS prisoners, which is a bit of a historical weirdity, oddity. But yeah. There you go. Lee. Yes. So my next vapor army is one again i've got all the bits for it sits there taunting me it's comets british comets ah, <laughs> with sas jeeps i waited so long for plastic comets to come out i was always i was so excited i literally ordered enough to a squadron even though there's no feasible way to do a squadron <laughs> in flames of war and then again it got overtaken by you do like some germans who do like late late war germans and just how many by time, i think it's 14th 14 tanks. Oh, so I say like three, I say three boxes, but just, oh, yeah. just for how much comet cost in version three, there's no way you'd ever field that many comets. Yeah. But here's the thing: if it's free RTR, I always feel I need to do a full squadron of it, even if I never use it. <laughs> I've got to have complete squadrons each face yeah. of the war. So I got a complete Honey squadron, a complete Grant squadron. I haven't yet got a complete Desert Sherman squadron. That's pretty in the wall. I should put in the paper list. Um, and like I say, I mean, I've got comets for um, late war. And you get around doing them. But you get around doing Shermans for late war in the British as well. Again, they've got all the Shermans, those really rubbish early open fire Shermans. Well. A whole box yeah. of them doing, doing a squadron of Shermans. And they were so rubbish it just put me off. I should probably just bid them and buy the new plastic kit because it's so much better. But It's lovely. Mm-hmm. They it's are a fixable. lot better. Yeah, I, I get that. I, mean, I, I, read your, I remember you wrote an article about it back in the day. Didn't I you? did. It was one of my best articles, I think. Yeah, like I say, once you fill the gaps there, it's not been up too bad. It's just like doing it. <laughs> it's just doing it. It's just the actually yeah. making it happen. That but part obviously, we know that the comets are going to be back. So I will try and do them on the second time around. Uh, my number two is all of my great <laughs> stuff. He says, with feeling very guilty. I, I, I can just feel Duncan judging you over there. All of my Great War stuff. Yeah. Uh, oh. He's sitting there, lordly. Yeah. Anything in particular, or just Great War? Well, the, the, the German and USA army that I've got sitting in boxes. Mm-hmm. Says, he says, mm-hmm, disapprovingly. Hmm. I know, I know. <laughs> Honestly, that's why it's you know a list of regret as opposed to you know a list of achievement. <laughs> yeah, the list of <laughs> attach the stone of shame. <laughs> stone. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's a lot of stuff as well. It is a lot of stuff. It'll be. It'll be. It'll get there. Get some trend trading going on. It's it's good stuff. They are lovely figures. I can't remember what the camo is called for the Germans on the helmets. It's escaping me at the moment. It's not more far than that's the epaulets. Looks really cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. World War II, like almost like proto Dunkle Girl. Yeah, it's the, three, it's the three-tone camo on their, their helmets. Yeah, it's, it looks awesome. 
Number one, German camo. Yeah. Is it this not lozenge? Generally a helmet cover. A lozenge camo. Yeah. It's the, I think it's red. Yeah, it bleeds right like a dark dust, like a sandy colour. Yeah, yeah. And then I, th I green, think, is it green? Grey, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, lozenge. It's the way it's, it's, the way it's done. It's, it, it looks really cool. If you do what, just a few of those, it makes them really distinctive. Yeah, top tip. This is more. One day. One day. What's your number two then? So Girl. my number two, I just, I, I, it just struck me like a thunderbolt while everyone else has been talking. And it's been something that I, I it's been on the back, well, on the list forever. Um, but it's Florin Gaia, the 12th SS, um, for Budapest. So they actually defended Budapest um, right to the very end. Um, they weren't very nice people, unsurprisingly. They were on a lot of anti-partisan duty. But what, what I thought would be cool for just as a modelling opportunity, although it's like the perfect storm of just nonsense, is um, it's SS camo with horses. Right. So like the, the most painful things to paint all in one place, um, oh, no. all at once. I think it's, but, like, it's a lot of self-loathing yeah. in your list so far. <laughs> and, but, it's, but this is a wish list and it's all stuff that I, I wish I had the patience or you know time or, yeah. or skill even to do and just the idea of having just the odd mounted figure in on stands and things would look I think would They're look ace awesome. um, not like a whole not like the cavalry stuff I don't mean like doing like a Russian Cossack platoon or anything like that but like just having the figures in this first yeah. and I think you could get some like basically it would be the equivalent of doing like a character for every single figure so it would take forever to paint because you could do different camos on the um, soldiers. You could have some mounted, some dismounted, yeah. all of that kind of stuff. And, and just Hungary is one of those bits that um, I wish uh, to an extent they did a bit more on. Mm. It's a bit. It feels a bit like I know Italy had some love with the Italian books, but that whole Hungarian campaign in the Battle for Budapest and and then going on to Vienna. Um, I know. Was it desperate measures that was in? No, it's um, Stalin's Europe. Did. Oh, was it? Okay. I think they obviously gets rolled into Red Bear, but yeah. But yeah, I mean, it kind of just kind of feels a bit, um, I don't know, glossed over. But it was there were, you know, that's where a lot of the good units for the Germans were at the end. Um, or good units, but the better equipped ones, should we say, then it went good. Um, but you know, that whole Operation Spring Awakening and the, the Battle for Budapest. I mean, Budapest took them ages to actually get through, and then Vienna. Um, yeah, just interesting. Yeah, that would be a time-consuming, and I, I don't, I don't, I don't think Battlefront make German cavalry figures. So, um, well, I'd cool, have to look yeah. for an alternative potentially. But yeah, yeah, Peter Pig, I think. Oh really? Mm. Pretty sure. Uh, uh, mm, yeah. They did do the Polizzi. Box, yeah, the, the Polizzi box, but didn't that have um, like they dog handlers and? SS mounted. Uh, oh, I don't know actually. I don't know. Oh, uh, oh I miss you. Or early war. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait for that to come back. Cavalry, cavalry, Romanian. Okay. Well, I suppose you could actually mix some because they were Hungarians as well. You could probably mix some Hungarian figures in with them. 
very uh, cavalry of the war of the Spanish Secession. It's close. Uh, for some reason, that's a plate on uh, Flames of War. Really? Oh, it's back back from 2013 when they did War Games Illustrated stuff. Uh, <laughs> the dropping penny. I giggled horsies and didn't come up with anything. Horsies. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure that it's, it's a pretty niche model. I mean, I know they made some niche models, but I think that one might have been... German cavalry, I don't think, was what something that was, um, you know, uh, one they, they dabbled in. Probably because they, they probably didn't fight like that, I would guess, at all. Um, yeah, yeah that, that would be another uh, another another interesting infantry force. Well done, Duncan. Yep. <sighs> <laughs> Number one, then, Mr. Lee. So number one is um, Yak Panther Company. Yak Panthers. Now this is probably I think I was looking at the one that's in uh, Bridget Nijmegen, where you could have core platoons of nationals with their own Yak Panthers. So nice. like, okay. Because I, I love nationals anyway, but also it makes it a bit cheaper to run. Obviously, you're not <laughs> entirely all front armor ten, eight yeah. armed tank killer beasts. I really liked it as an idea, and again, I got all the bits for it. I just never got to actually paint the Yag Panthers, so they sit in a box on the wick and be finished. That sounds like something that's going to come for bigration. Yeah, it's, 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 VR can get done at some point, let's say. It might be bagration, it might be for next gen for cast of that, but it will come. That'd be cool. Yeah. So, so I did have. My number one was going to be my Italian motorcycle troops. Yeah. Uh, I'm sensing about, yeah. Your last one, Duncan, has reminded me of something that I've had a lot longer than I've had the Italians. Is it the Japanese cavalry? It is indeed the Japanese cavalry. Ah, uh, see, I know you. See, I, I, well, to be fair, I have made more progress on those because I have actually opened, I remember opening one box of Japanese cavalry models and going, yeah, I'm going to do these. I fired off three horses, cleaned up the mobile. Went, nope. And, nope. <laughs> yeah. Back in the box. Nope. <laughs> so. Not today. Oh. Yeah, that I can imagine that. That would be. Um, yeah, that's a labour of love right there. Yeah, I mean it's going to be done because I've always wanted to run it, and I've still got the old V three books, and at some point we can do some V three only war stuff. With complicated <sighs> math- well, mathematics, is it though? It just annoys me. It, uh, it's it's more thought process than I like. Or want to put into working out how much discount I get. Mm. Yeah. I mean, uh, to be honest, I got to the stage with a lot of it. We're going. I don't care. It's fifteen points. I just well, don't exactly. care. I think that's a large part of it as well. If we're not running it super duper competitive, like, and then if yeah. we make if we make our own version of like command cards for the units we're actually using. That'd be cool. You know. Then a little dabble in the command card, yeah. Yeah, that would be a lot easier kind of thing to get that going. But yeah, hmm. no, I don't want to do a cavalry charge. A Nisai, uh, not Nisai, sorry, uh, what they called them. What was the box oh, called? Uh, I had it open a minute ago. Kihai. That's it, sorry. Kihai cavalry. 
I mean, I'm looking here and it does say they've got a blister of the Kihai company on the web store for £9, but no information about what's actually in it. Um, well, yeah, do you want it or not? <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to be being good. I've already got yeah. I think I've already got all the boxes I'll ever need of Japanese yeah. Um Yeah, no, if you don't, re- don't realise that a lot of all the early war stuff has crept back into the web store. Hmm. So you've got your Nika Haku teams. Oh, I need some of those. Weapons platoons, medium mortars, machine guns, infantry platoons, the actual infantry company box. Hmm. Um, Blimey. That's all there. Have they got the zero? Yep, the zero's back on there as well. Oh, bloody hell, so, okay. £11.50. So there, all that, that that does make me hopeful for Herman Goering blisters. I don't know. Although yeah. I've got most of them, but... They've got all the yeah, Japanese you know. tanks from both um, Rising Sun and Banzai. I mean, they're a little bit pricey because they're the individual blisters at £8 a pop. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, it's like print-on-demand if you want them. They're there. At least you can buy them. Got, yeah, they've got the heavy anti-aircraft gun. They've got all the guns. Look at that. It's always, it always fun going back and seeing what's come back in. <laughs> Snuck yeah. it into the fire. Eddie buys Japanese. Eddie's already got Japanese. This is why he's number mm. one. His list of things he hasn't done on the part yep. of the game. The annoying thing is, I went through and got all the. Uh, my idea was to do a cavalry force with um, all the transports, so I actually yep. have have all the trucks I need to carry my guns, so they can keep up with the horses. Oh my god! Yeah, that's why it's a real number one regret list. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of resin just sat there. Yeah. As well. Oh, we get it done. I mean, there was uh, the next uh, group. Is uh, battle group releases Pacific? So, who knows? Maybe they'll have horses in there. I can play these models. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Piers and Warwick, could you please make a cavalry expansion for this book? <laughs> Before I, you know, invest a month of my life painting fifteen millimeter horses that are glorified transports. Yeah, that that you do. You discard them. Do you unmount yeah. and then? They get off they like the motorcycles. Yeah. Once they get off, that's it. They then become. Yeah, I thought that. I, th- I thought that was the case. Tree. Yeah. Just looking at your. So they got the early war shoot. Oh, they got the original shoots and platoon. The original Panzer Grenadier stuff for DAC. Mm-hmm. That's in the web store. They got my Landersturm platoons. Good boys. The, the guys you landed did on Eben Emel. Is that for Eben Emel? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Waffel Schmidt and Assault Troop. That's a great blister. Because it's a load of SMG armed um, Panzer Grenadiers. They've got the okay. looted Dushkas as well. Looted <laughs> Yeah, with the whole the massive drum bag. Hmm. Doing Stalingrad, yeah. No, no, I don't think All the dirt. No, I don't think so, yeah. I'm not seeing any cavalry. Well, German cavalry, no. I don't think, I think from memory, I don't think they ever made any. I said I could be wrong, but I don't, I don't recall it ever. 
I think I have seen someone, some, somewhere. I think these are, I think Peter Pig did some, but I think they might be the only ones. But, yeah. Meh. 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 What's your number one, then? My number one is a Soviet army for World War Two. In general? Much. Yeah, much like Lee, who's never done Americans, I have never done a Soviet army. So that's why I've got my Churchills. But it's also to that winter, I was talking about it before, the winter theme, or the, you know, the winter camo stuff. But yeah, I've never done a, a, a German, uh, sorry, a Soviet World War Two army for Flames War. Wow. I know. So uh, I'm hopefully going to try and rectify that. Um it's weird. I've done them. I have painted Russians before, um, yeah, for various other bits and pieces. But I think actually, I'd quite like to do the enemy at the gates thing with the locking force commissars and because commissars sort of fade away and they after like nineteen forty two, forty three. Largely, yeah. This being a, a thing. But um, political officers that's about. Yeah. So, yeah, just the Soviet army in general. It's always something, yeah, it's always passed me by and um, I've never quite got on the on the horse on it. I mean, I saw Martin's beautiful, beautiful um, stroke yes. stuff. And that made me, yeah, all kinds of gooey. <laughs> I was just like, that looks, that looks so awesome. And just the idea of just having this massive blob of Soviet infantry and going, what? What are you going to do with that MG42? Because there's no way you can kill all of us. <laughs> but it just looks really cool. And I think the snow stuff, it, it always looks nice. I think when it's nicely done and it's on the right table and all of that kind of stuff. Just, it looks cool. Yeah, Soviets. Some kind of Soviets. Answer on a postcard to uh, shoot and seek podcast at gmail.com. Uh <laughs> Unfortunately, well, as well, that's that's like another huge infantry blob potentially. You're five for five. <laughs> do do tanks right? If you do Soviet tanks with white primer, you spray them all white. You get your gains. You get your your blister sponge. Mm-hmm. You sponge on your your green. Yeah. Mm. It looks it, it looks far. You put on mud as well. Yeah. Paint the tracks, and then you are rocking and rolling with minimal effort. Yeah, looks so good. And then but you do, do need infantry support. Yep. Do, so you start off by doing one Soviet um, SN. One Soviet. One, one Soviet <laughs> rifle company. That's Which, a fairly, okay. That's like you know as much infantry as most people have in the, in the full army. And then yeah. after that, you can then go right. I'll now do a second company and just put it up that way. So They're about thirty to... blobs, aren't they? Yeah, about that. Jamie. Oh, much, much... I'm looking yeah. to see the great coat. Yeah, they do. They do. So they do a winterized infantry for the Soviets. They, the great coat. They've got mid-war. Yep. Strokovy company in winter. That's on the. But do they do gunker and stuff? Yes, they do. Yep. Ooh, okay. So you've got Soviet anti-tank group in winter, Soviet artillery group in winter. 
Yeah, colour me interested. Um, you got your naval uh, Strakovi platoon. They look badass. Yeah, but they're not in winter, are they? They would just be running around in their shorts, whatever. Uh, they've got their little funky little hats. Funky hats? Yeah, they got the flat. The oh, flat yeah, the, the little. Cap. little yeah. yeah. Mm, see, I looked at those as well before because I always thought they'd be quite cool for a World War One thing or a Russian Civil War. Because the sailors were quite prominent, from what I understand. So they had a part, big part. Yeah. So you can, yeah, they can get the company box, seventeen pound fifty, and that gives you one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten stands plus a con, command commissar, and then a HQ two stand. So I need what three of them? Uh, well. Need, you know. Yeah, it's it's more the gun crews and stuff. I think because it's always expensive taking the crews that you got that are perfectly serviceable and then throwing them away and going, I need to actually, you know, to replace these winterized ones. That's yeah. fine. I mean, yeah, it's, it's You do what? Three crew into a gun? Uh, for anti tank guns, generally. For artillery, it's yeah. Four. So six, seven, eight, nine, nineteen. 25. You've got 30, 30 gun crew come in the blister. Plus a gun. command stand you don't need. But I'm the artillery crew as well. So they're not that's, just anti-tank guns. That's the there. anti-tank gun crew. There's an anti-tank gun crew blister. Yes, for £11.50. Then you get the artillery really? group winter, which basically has them holding slightly bigger shelves and then you get the redundant staff team, which will become your objective. That's fourteen and mm. fifty because that's got a lot more figures in. Yeah. Yeah, eleven pound fifty gives you your. I mean, it's labelled as early, but. Yeah. Yeah, it's just because that. Yeah. yeah, but I'd, I'd be quite interested to see. That's why I picked the Churchills to do my late, late war slash mid war force because you can kind of, you know, choose what pick your pleasure if you like. Yeah, and the Tanko dis. Tanko Dzanetsky. Yeah, that list is tank right. riders. Yeah, is it? Yeah, eight pound. Mm, well, they're gonna, if they're going to happen, I mean, I've got the Churchills. I am going to have a Soviet Winter Force. That's that's just going to happen. So I, I mean, I got the was it Vasily's Iron Wall box as well, cheap. So I I've got um, do what Cossacks? No, I don't. I'm not, There's nothing not a fan. Awesome more than a Maxim machine gun on the back of a horse and cart. Yeah, no, screw that. Screw um, it. Nah, the other thing that I was tempted to do when you were talking about your Japanese was Manchurian stuff. Yes. Manchukuo. So late war, but then <laughs> IS-2s versus, you know, 47mm anti-tank guns probably isn't the most fair fight in the world. Well, okay. Um, yeah. Heavy anti-aircraft ones right now, but they, that's quite a cool little thing. And again, I think that gets overlooked sometimes because everyone thinks that you know, after the Battle of Berlin, it kind of stops, yeah, and it man. doesn't. Um, you know, they they shift all those troops over to uh, Manchuria and then just steamroll on them. In frankly, <laughs> not a fair. So in my number zero, in the number zero slot is my U.S. Marine mm. force. In the number minus <laughs> slot, 
just gonna have to spend I don't know another year just painting. I mean, that's that's why I think some of these armies are, like we said, the are fantasy ones, because it's not that we don't want to do them. It's just that the time it would take to get it on a table is, is so large that it would prohibit other things from happening. Yeah. And they're so, they're not neat. Well, are they niche? Some of the, some of the stuff you've, you guys have said isn't particularly niche, but they're kind of one-shot deals almost. Yeah. And I think the trouble is you get pulled in all kinds of different directions on stuff and things do slide down and it's those kind of I guess those yeah more um single single action things that kind of slide unfortunately off the radar yeah. I think that, I think for me once I've got enough stuff to do you know something in each theater I might have to go back and look at that because it doesn't matter how long it takes then I've got something that's playable yeah, yeah. that's true you know, it's just a, it's that I want to do this thing rather than, it's the, yeah, somebody, well, who's the guy that used to only play Hungarians, Eddie? I can't remember now. Wasn't there a guy that Ben used to play with that only used to play Hungarians? And you think, oh. well. Yeah, it was Army Dave. That's it. Um, Probably got yeah, still just, listens, but... just, just, I just love the commitment of that as well. Just to go, no, this is me. I'm going to just, this is what I want to do. These are my dudes. I've got them. They're covered. And I think the problem, yeah, if you don't have that kind of intense passion for one thing, you get pinballing off all over the place, don't you, really? Yeah. Well, I don't know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> how, how outrageous. How outrageous. I resemble that remark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you, sir? Pistols or hobby, swords at dawn? Hobby, hobby, uh, balloons and blunderbusses. Hobby butterfly. Yeah. Schmetterling. Schmetterling. Exactly. There you go. Frau Schmetterling. Hobby, Schme hobby Schmetterling. Hobby Schmetterling. That'd be the name of my breakout group. <laughs> what? You're a side project. Yeah, side project. Hobby, With your hobby Yeah. Well. Having spoken about these projects yeah. and the fact that we may at some point be able to play again. Yeah. What shall we agree is gonna be our first games after the lockdown? So I really want to use my um Team Yankee Brits now I've got more painted. The no, yeah. the chieftains and that kind of thing. Not the, not the Gulf War stuff. Yeah. Are they what is that desert? Sorry, your desert ones or your European? My European ones. I've got 100, and, no, 100 plus points of bricks painted up for those guys. Right. Because um, I just, we also were in, the, we were in the 50 point stage when this all came crashing in. Yeah. So yeah. I've done the 75 and 100 point stage since. It's just like, oh, I want paint it plain now. <laughs> I have to admit, I've kind of binned off that at the moment. Off the, are you just recalling uh, you saying that you know you know you're at the fifty point stage? Yeah, I just kind of forgot about my Dutch, but um, <laughs> but that'd be cool. That'd be interesting to see them on the table because they I, they already kicked the teeth in of my checks once. Mm. Okay, oh. so if I work on getting my hundred points of Polish finished, yep, play against yep. your Brits in Team Yankee. It's making a note there. Yep, well, I'm gonna try and. Out. 
That could be our first game then. Yeah, I'm going to try and get my um, Desert Brits finished so we can maybe play against the Iraqis at some point in the future. Yeah, I was about to say, oh, we could pick an army that I've finished that you can then work towards finishing your counter force, but that's not going to work. Sad trombone I mean, to be fair, my desert Iraqis would not take very long. <laughs> just paints really easily. Yeah. So what... For God's sake, don't take those out to the Middle East with you. <laughs> I mean, that's going to... But Desert Brits, do you have a, um, a, bit of, a bit of way to go here? Because I need to buy another box of Warriors. Yeah. Apparently, I've got a box of Scimitars on the way, which is good, so I can get the wreck element in. I just need to paint up some more British infantry. I'll be able to be painted up for Europe. I'm waiting for some proper SA-80 infantry in the future from the deserts. So Desert Brits will about give me at least another two or three months away before I get them ready for action. Okay. Presumably, you're going to have to find somewhere with a, a decent-sized table for that, then, if you're 100 and whatever it is, points, plus points. Well, hopefully by then, yeah, yeah, dice yeah. will be open, and we just get an 8x4 table down there or something. Yeah, that's what I mean, just a little bit more elbow room. Mm. Mm-hmm. Or I get yeah, a lift nice. at the Guildford and play at Guildford or something. But yeah. yeah, yeah. We could, we could make a road trip to the Guildford. I don't mind doing that. I've been over a couple of times. The old sat-nav didn't fail me. <laughs> well, I did question it when I pulled into the University of uh, Guildford and went, oh, uh, ooh. Ooh, ooh, that's ooh. Wrong. no, this doesn't look right. <laughs> well, the university did host us for three months. Three months? No, a couple of months when they were re- redoing the hall very kindly. We were <laughs> panicking because our hall said, oh, no, you can't stay here. We're getting all the flooring done. It's going to take three or four weeks. Um and the local uh, local games society said, oh, well, we've got rooms in the campus. You can just come and play there. So we did. Thank you. Yeah. Very, very, one of those few, like, gamer gamer moments where sort of different groups pull together just to help each other out. Never happens. No. It's because hobby's awesome. <laughs> Duncan, what do you want to play? I'd like to play my USA... So my uh, second infantry, the Indian heads, they're oh. all done. Sweet. And I would like to play them. Oh, I say all done. I'm looking at six Hennings handguns that aren't painted, but are undercoated. So I do need to finish off. Well, but that's, I, that's all of it. I've got to say, I've got some Germans I can bring. bring to the Germans? Team. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, I'd be quite interested to do anything with them, to be honest. Just get them out on the table, run at people with SMGs and laugh. <laughs> That'd be quite funny because I could bring my, um, if I finished off my massive anti-tank guns, that'd be totally pointless against all your infantry. Yeah. <laughs> and then I could just run at you and assault you. Be a glorified two-shot machine gun. Yeah. Well, no one's got FJs, have they? Uh, no. Uh, I just got yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah, but they're only war FJs, they don't count. No. You've got late war FJs as well. Yeah. But they're not paying, are they, Eddie? No. Because then we could do round... Um, uh, um, not can. Oh, blimey. Where Turbo. was it? Yes, thank you. Had a mental... <sighs> 100 points. That would be cool. Jeez. 
Eddie, you might as well just be writing, you know, gobbledygook. No, it helps. It helps. Get it done. They may, because they're just, they're just grey in a wash. They're easy to, to do. To be it. fair, though, you could do Caratan. They were fighting around Caratan and around there on the breakout, exactly. so that might be easier. Well, I mean, other than the, the camouflage co- um, helmet covers, that's it. Yeah. Well, they're just... They're, I don't even think they were... What, what, what was over there? The, was it the second? Second Mega Division? I can't remember. One was a replacement and one wasn't. How many points of Indian uh, heads you got? 100? Yeah, easy 100. Cool. I mean, they're all built. If, if I throw it... If I throw some tanks, it's probably more than that. Yeah, yeah I'm a grown-up. <laughs> oh. Yeah, um, I think that's just pure infantry. I like, I like, yeah. Having painted that many um, infantry figures again, I'd like to you know, use, them. use them. Yeah, controversial, I know, but. I mean, also, guys, we've got to do some more um, Fate of the Nation. Yes. This is a long, this is a long stint that we haven't played Fate of the Nation in. <laughs> you know, I've got some T55s that need to run out, and I'm not being funny. That I was actually tempted to just say anything Fate of the Nation was the first game I'd quite like to play, because, as we all know, it is the premier uh, gaming um, it is the system. Best. See, now you're yeah. saying this, now I'm thinking, oh, I, could, I, could do, I could do my World War II Americans, or I could paint up all those show ads I just bought. <laughs> yep, that's the right answer. <laughs> no, seriously, the Shouts would be awesome. That would be a cool. Um, that would be cool to see against the Egyptians because they are a tough nut to crack. That well, yeah. on paper they are. I've never played them, but looking at them, they are a distinctly different beast to the um, M60s. Well, it's one extra tank. <laughs> that tank goes a long well, way. <laughs> yeah, but they just they kind of do everything. They are, they are pretty. I mean, they obviously they got the gun, but right, they're not really fast. Getting one more extra thing. I think, I think so, because the price still. Well, how much cheaper than that? It's nine points versus twelve points, I think. If I remember right. Hmm. I just remember that I did a, a list with ten of them, and then some um, Skyhawks, and that was it. Yeah, was I, 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 got that, I got that infantry blob, and I got the um, tow jeeps and that kind of oh, thing. That was infantry. Oh, that's infantry. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I nearly, I nearly bought some more um, hails just thinking about those infantry. Oh, I thought, you know what? Yeah. The thing is, I, I, I still need to buy a second battalion of infantry, so I'm doing infantry-based Israeli army and then have to oh, tanks God. and support. Oh, that would really upset me. <laughs> One day. <laughs> did, did they was there much in that recovery box I there was no infantry in the recovery box sadly but I need to go really? through the recovery mm-hmm. box the box of shattered dreams and just um, yeah. <laughs> get from it <laughs> wasn't okay. that a film with Kevin Costner in <laughs> a box of shattered <laughs> dreams uh, as a postman <laughs> um, the postman <laughs> I think oh, the postman post- um, had a very angry debate. day when that box came through <laughs> oh, I just yeah. yeah, yeah, it was what it is, what it is. But yeah, I, 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 the mirages were. I think I could tell were a write-off before I even, yeah, passed them, passed them on. Yeah, the mirages are definitely. Good. I have to go. I go get the buried in the backyard before Mitchell and stuff. Yeah, 
the, the rest of the, t- the tanks are recoverable with a bit of modeling work and green stuff and camo nets to hide things but the mirage yeah. is you can't put camo on the aircraft it really fucks <laughs> the aerodynamics so does it you can have it on the ground surely that's my expert aerospace opinion um aerospace. <laughs> <laughs> no 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 you're doing it all wrong dave no yeah, i've told yeah, you no, no, it's all right just more speed tape yeah <laughs> it gets stuck on the vortex generators it's all bad so well, I, yeah, I'm definitely interested to get the 55s out because um, I think they're, like, like I was saying about the showats, they're just a different proposition to the 62s. And I, I, having, I think I've got 10 of them, I think. 10? Yeah. 10 of them is a, a, a chunky number to have to deal with. 18, 19, something to be sneezed at. Yeah, brutal. <sighs> oh, actually, that's something I've got. I have got to think about painting. The BMP ones, yeah. Oh no! BMP ones and BMP one infantry, because that was the other thing I was looking at. It was an all infantry uh, Egyptian? Oh, just a sheer amount of saggers that thing would throw out. It's just ugh. yeah. I've Thunderbolt just, Company. I've got and friends. Ten, ten BMP ones to paint for my Polish, and another ten to do for the Egyptians. Yep. Slash Iraqis. <laughs> Slash generic. Yeah, bad guys. Yeah, but they, oh yeah, Fate of Nations is a good call, Lee. Mm, definitely. Maybe we should do a mega battle again. Ah, oh, we so should. Yes. All the desert. Yeah. Before you entirely burn your bridges, we should definitely do some do a massive um, <laughs> desert, desert game yeah. again. <laughs> Before I uh, torpedo everything, yeah, that'd be good. Speaking of of, uh, of desert, oh, Zala, Lincoln. Yeah. Right, yeah, so Mark, Second. yeah, so our illustrious leader Mark has been talking to the chaps at No Dice, No Glory about doing a joint global campaign um, using um, Firestorm Gazala, which has been um, developed by a mutual friend over in Iceland. Um, and so, yeah, the idea is we'll basically do, um, we're basically going to pit. Mark, who is playing the Germans, I believe it's in the call. And then is Tom. He yeah, he's gone full Rommel. And then Tom is going to, for No Dice No Glory, is going to do the British. And they're going to do all the Firestorm stuff. Yep, yeah, they're going to do all the fire stuff, Firestorm stuff in um, Tabletop Simulator and video yep. it, which I think the first video is up to show the first two. Yeah, yes. And then mm-hmm. all you guys who, who, are in, who are in the post lockdown reality. Can then go and play those games, report the battles, and then we use that to calculate the next turn's moves, as it were. So it's a it's a very, it's a very good idea. Obviously, in the, over here in the UK, it's a bit hard to actually get a game in. So we're so we're going to be sitting yeah, largely watching from the bylines as the rest of the world fights this one out. But we might be able to join in later on, like the, the the final throws of uh, of Gazana. Yeah. So I really want to get my Grants, Grants and Stuarts out for doing free RTR and Gazara because that's what the army was designed around in the first place. Back with the oh, Grant, Grant was the king, the king was the king of the desert because hey, yep. we've got, we've finally got a seventy-five millimeter gun, we've got finally got a, a round that actually fires HE because that was a novelty. Yep. Um, in the land of the blind. Yeah. So the Germans start the first turn initiative. Well, I was watching the video, and like I say, Mark's trying to cut off the free French 
in their little desert holdout. Oh, and down so the bottom. Down the, yeah, down the bottom, yeah. And I think yeah, there's all sorts of moves going on. So if you haven't played Firestorm games before, it's basically a board game-based campaign system. And the generals will basically work out how many um, battles before in each turn. They put down arrows to show where the attacks are going from and to into the areas. And then they assign Firestorm troops, which are basically extra troops you put into your actual Flames of War army. So, for example, in the battle we're just talking about, Mark went pretty heavy and assigned um, Panzer Fours and Stuka air support. And then Tom Ooh. countered by putting in, I believe, their um, 4th Armour Brigade in their grants. I think he put air support in as well. So if you play a game in that area, then the British player will be getting the extra tanks and the aircraft, and so the German player. So you will be playing slightly more points than you would be normally. Right, so they're extra points that you get given just because yeah. that's the battle you're playing. Because okay. the right. general has to create that area as being of strategic importance and put extra forces in. Um, but it is like an offset. So if you end up playing a game where basically the other guy's got all that Gucci stuff extra and you haven't got anything, then how much, you know, if you can turn it around to a victory, then you stand a real good chance of wiping out those Firestorm troops. And even if you get a close defeat, that'll still count well for basically taking on stuff and still try to eke out. Okay. A, so if you a, commit, you've got to really hammer home that advantage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and basically after that, you then, if you if the attacker wins, they take over that region. If the defender wins, and basically they'll hold it, but also have a chance of destroying the attacking Firestorm troops. And once the Firestorm troops are destroyed, they go into a reinforcement pool and eventually will come back into the game. Or they could be destroyed entirely. It depends on the actual Firestorm rules. Okay. But yeah. So that should be good fun. Good try out. And obviously, if you keep um, track of Break for Assault and No Dice No Glory, you'll see all of that forming up. I believe the first article go as, uh, will be up by the time this podcast goes on. I think yeah, I, should have it, I, I should have called it Fast on 25 Pounder. Because everything's going to be 25 pounds, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, 25 Pounder action. Yeah. And the thing is, although it's set in Gazala, you don't need to use British and Germans or Italians. You can use any mid war force. Um, just basically, you know, the allies will count as allies and the Germans will count as Germans. Um, but obviously it's better if you have got a fiend force and so much better. Yeah. I had great fun doing the uh, Market Garden Firestorm back in the day. Oh, uh, yeah, on the big long map that was, Yeah. wasn't it? You got it pinned like on your club, club wall, haven't you? That big... We have, yeah, that's as far as we got on it. <laughs> great. Someone pinned it up, yeah, it's not even got all the starting units or anything. Yeah we, we, yeah, we played down the actual um, club over the course of a few months. It didn't help, but some, for some reason, the German players just couldn't catch a break. And so the Allies got a real massive first turn. Yeah. First couple of turns just swept across the Netherlands, basically. But oh. Yeah, yeah. but normally I, I think it just it was a real quirk for some reason the German players, could just, even though you know, it wasn't like you know, bad players or anything, we just couldn't seem to catch a break on dice rolls and stuff. So. Yeah. I imagine on that kind of stuff as well, though, you really have to take advantage when that happens and yeah. hammer that home because, yeah. Yeah, Nathan was, commanding, Nathan was commanding the Allies and he is far too good a player to be allowed that kind of vantage because he'll just find yep. find all the little holes and put a massive um, Gars armour brigade down. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
And there's nothing worse than having that to a hole. Don't forget to pay extra. No. Cotton. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> you don't want getting a, a, an entire guard's armour brigade jammed where the uh, guard's armour brigade doesn't want to be jammed. <laughs> Those busbies, man. Right. Um, anyway, so that's enough of the, in, in the desert, but we're not going to leave it entirely because we're going to talk Team Yankee um, Americans. Americans. Uh, one of the few bits of hobby I can do right now is army list building. Mm-hmm. List dojo. List dojo. So I thought, oh, I'll throw together an M1A1. You know, finally now I've got my. When I, the very first Team Yankee models I got was the starter boxes, um, you know, Balance Boys and. Prokhnov's Bears? Yeah, something like that, yeah. And, uh, you know, built my T-72s and building the uh, the Abrams, for me, it was M1A1 or nothing, so I ignored the instruction sheet, put the 120mm gun on, put the right cone, put, yeah, the, the rear track guard and all that kind of stuff, the M1A1 version. It was the blowout panels are different as well, aren't they, on the top of the turret? Mm-hmm. So I built the M1A1s and I now finally have points um, so I thought I'd throw together an M1A1 HC list to begin with. So, like, so we're going to run okay. the, the big baddie. I'm going to have, you know, full full potato. Um, How many points to start with? Well, I was aiming, aiming for 120. Okay. Right, and you'll see why. Uh, because one M1A1 HC in command. And then two platoons of two M1 HCs, which is your minimum legal formation, giving you five Abrams, is 90 points. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> to which to which I was like, well, I need to add some infantry, because the other first blister I ever bought to go with my M1A ones is the uh, mech platoon. 90 yeah. Which I thought, well, I'll mix that in with... Uh, with some Bradleys, because mm-hmm. for Gulf War it has to be Bradleys. Then that's uh, that's sixteen points when you upgrade them to the, M- <laughs> uh, the, the, the version. The I'm version seeing, I'm seeing the cool. problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I was like, well, if I'm going to make it 120, I'll add two little vads for three points. And then the other iconic desert unit for me is the uh, MLRS. So I did three of those yep. with Bindlets. And that's my 119 points. Wow. No warthogs. <laughs> no. Just, just asking. Just no, asking. I would. I would have liked no warthogs or Apaches, which are both things that I would very much like to put in there. Um, it's just I... only having five main battle tanks just makes me so nervous. Yeah. Yeah, because I was looking at the similar sort of yeah. thing with your um, armoured cavalry, where I'd say I had one platoon of tanks, and it's like Bradley's, helicopter infantry, artillery. It's, it's still a very compact force. Is that a polite way of saying small? Pardon? Is that a polite way of saying small? Yes. But I'm used to that when I was Israelis, right? So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bijou. It's mm-hmm. a Bijou force. One of the things I was thinking about the other day was actually looking at the M113 infantry for doing... Obviously, this isn't golfers, this is back in Europe. But I think yeah. 
the M113 infantry backed up with the heavy armour and all the cool kits might be the way forward because you still get Bradleys as your scout platoon. So you can still have a couple of platoons of Bradleys in there. You've got all those M901 sections with tow twos, power missile yeah. fire. And you can still have Apaches and Warthogs and M1A1s and support. I think it might be, if you go go as a competitive list, that might be the way to go. What's, what's the delta between um, the 113 and the Bradley? About uh, it's basically an, a Bradley platoon. It's about twice of an M113 mechanised platoon. See, I always think it just makes me... It makes me nervous when you get the the sort of Bradley fighting vehicles and the BMPs because they're like light tanks, really, aren't they? They're yeah. not really AFEs. But if all you want is to dump infantry off on the battlefield, you don't really want, you know, toes and whatever, do you? Um, no, it's, it's, it's worse all swings and balances, isn't it? So yeah, so I took the took that. It's just not enough M1A ones. Um, so I re-jiggled it and thought, well, what if I, you know, what if I just run standard M1A1s and then right. not worry about the HC and then the extra armor and that kind of thing? Because, I mean, they're still a beefy tank. They're rocking in, yeah, the main difference, we covered it last time, but the main difference is that you, you, your front armor, you know, two, you drop two points of front armor, one point of side, which... Yeah. You know, meh. Yeah. So the extra four points, six, one half dozen other maybe. But I'm struggling to remember what the anti-tank of a bloody T-72 is now. 62s are 19. Sixty-twos are no. Anti-tank 19. They're maybe they're not. Now I'm looking at these Iranian ones, the T-62s only take 19. Oh, okay. 55 to 16. It's probably not the best. Let's, let's scroll up find there. I mean, most things are like 19, 17, aren't they, for, at the moment? But like Lee says, when, until the T-80 comes in with its super high anti-tank. Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah. You know, 19, front armor 19 is, is plenty. If I do that, then it gives me HQ uh, Abrams, and then I get two platoons of three M1A1s. So basically, okay. I get two more holes. Um, and then to make that work, 120 points, I dropped um, the MLRS. So I've got the, okay. the HQ tank, another six Abrams, that's seven in total, the Bradley mech with the upgrade to the, the Mark IIs, and then I had a couple of points spare, so I upped the VADs to four. Is this golf golf era? Well, it's your it, desert it, course, isn't it? You know, Hollywood golf era. It's not Hollywood golf, okay. Yeah, you know, it's it's three kings meets, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just thinking that that's the, that's what you're shooting for is that that kind of desert esque. Yeah, I mean that's why I haven't got the one one threes in there, other than obviously the VADs because they were around. Hmm. Uh, I, what, I, what really annoys yeah. me that I've, I've done, you know, I've already had seven M1A ones, and I've just found another box in the garage. <laughs> box. Oh my like, god! I mean, I could run like a three hundred point 
M1A1 company. That'd be quite interesting. Recycling the T72s, maybe? Yeah, it can be done. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Using the recycling mechanic. Yeah. It's built into the World War One books, and there's some scenarios for that. Yeah, yeah. Just, just stopping the, you know, stopping the, the uh, force getting off the other side type thing. You right. definitely run some stuff like that. Mm. It's just so expensive. <sighs> yeah. I mean, we've talked about this before about the, the 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 strangeness of Team Yankees, you know, and the points, and and because nothing gets retired, so therefore you've always got to take into account yeah. the low end. I, I don't know. It's just the flank armor, isn't it? Which is just they essentially perfect from the front. Yeah, yeah. Plus the ability to move, you know, with the yeah, and... reminders, stabilizers, two shots. Yeah. Two up firepower, eight tank, twenty-three gun. It's. <laughs> I was just thinking about in terms of vulnerability. That's that's where it lays. Is the you know people flanking you? It's not. There's not. I think Lee said it last time. There's only about two missile systems that can take you on at the front, isn't it? The storm and the where it was carried on. One of the planes or something or the uh, the um. Hind. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so you're talking I mean, about a maximum of seven tanks then, realistically? Yeah, yeah I mean, a platoon of three is 42 points. Yikes. Yeah, and that's the box standard M1A ones. If you want three HCs, mm -hmm. that's 54 points. <laughs> I mean, there is room as well. I do have the, uh, the, the 30 Humvees that are awaiting allocation yeah i like that i like that there is, there is a chance to do the 30 humvees plus a platoon of four m1a1 abrams that's probably where i'll be looking at it just as because they're so cheap they're so cheap yeah because i mean that's like 30 points isn't it 35 points um, yeah. sticking some sticking some uh, extra oomph if you need it yeah, that's crazy. Brutal. Yeah, no, what it is, it's going to turn most stuff inside out, isn't it? Yeah. Those reserves are going to be the sucker point. But I mean, the thing is, you put four M1 Abrams in reserve. Yeah, there's your second, reserve second, on. Yeah, this, the second they turn up, they don't care about what's in the way. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Hmm. It's interesting. I, I I hadn't quite considered that they were that expensive. I mean, I've only got well, that's yeah, I did the same thing. Two, but... I did I did the same thing until I started actually trying to write a list. I went, oh, oh, okay, no, I can't have my Apaches. Oh, oh, I can't. Oh, oh dear. That's, that's a lot of points in core formation gone. <laughs> you know, and the other thing is that the trouble of only having the two tank platoons, the second one of them gets does get bailed. Yep. Yeah, it's a remount on two plus. Yeah, that's going to bite you though, isn't it? You know, yeah, it is. Who's going to roll that one, aren't you? And then you yeah. free up courage as well, or morale rather. Or is that the HQ? One of the others going to fail you, isn't it? Four up because I was looking at the HQ team. Let's do that. Four up. Yeah, that's not. 
You can't really afford to lose stuff. No. Like, well, yeah. uh, running two, that's why I think running two is just too dangerous. But it's also, you just haven't got enough shots. Well, that's always the problem. That's why I've got, with, you know, issues, if you like, with some of the missile systems as well. You just can't put out enough to stop things. Yeah. Because the, the morale's the same for everyone. So, yeah, that's great. You can shoot three things and three things are going to die. There's still seven left in the platoon and they're still coming at you. Yeah. And just hope they don't have any Heinz. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the Heinz the Heinz going to upset whatever, I think. I think yeah. Lee was talking about last time with, um, you know, the, the, the evolution, yeah. if you like, of Leaf Blower. Yeah. I don't know. We had to, uh, the other thing is, for my Humvees, I'm torn between the Scout and the, was it, the Scout Humvees. Yeah, or the Ninth. Like, like Infantry Cavalry Squadron. Um, I, th- I think you take the Ninth. Experimental. Most of the time. I think so it gives you... Guess you got you can take the Infantry in there and not have to worry about the Bradleys. Yeah, yep, and you get access to the the little tank information and some other bits information as well. Then yeah, I'm not a fan of the GI Joe tank. No, you don't have to take it. It's just an option. You, yeah, you, I know. You unlocked it. <laughs> unlocked. But I mean, yeah, I, I suppose. Well, they just does it matter how you paint them then? It's not how you paint them. It's the weapons. Oh, really? Yeah, because the scout sections have 50 cows, Mark 19s, and tanks. Right. And the uh, recce guys, he says, trying to find them because it's hard scrolling through this big book. Oh, gosh, where are they gone? Da, 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 da. So it's like we need actually some sort of paper copy of it. I yeah. know. With an index. Right, the light, yeah. So the light attack platoons have uh, 50 cows, a minigun, and a Mark 19. Uh, magnets? Or, or you can have two miniguns with a 50 cows and a Mark 19. I don't know if that would work. In all seriousness, could you, do you think there's an option to magnetise stuff? Because they're just in the top hatch, aren't they? Yeah, I don't. Well, I'd because I've got the already got the models. They don't have the mini guns in them, so I'd have to be using the M113 spare mini guns I've got. I've got some bads if you want them. No, it's from the, it's from the sprue. So the the Humvee uh, is attached to the gunner. So on the new, right. you buy your Humvees now. They'll have the gunner and the mini gun as one piece that just drops into the turret hatch. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's probably a major choice for you, isn't it? Yeah, but miniguns. Buy another box, then. Just swap them in and out. There you go. I'm sold. You're welcome. I've got 30, and there's four per the team. There's one, two, three, one, two, three. So that's, what, 16... Sorry, 12. Yeah. Plus a fire support 
Plossy. Charlie, there's too many, there's too many platoons in this bloody formation that just have a little Humvee as the picture. <laughs> oh, there aren't actually in the formation, do you mean? No, they are. No, it's just it's hard when you look at the actual formation, light attack company formation chart. You've got two attack platoons at the top, then two far support platoons, then another attack platoon at the bottom. What would you do, Lee? Wing it. Always wing it. Yeah. See, I'd be tempted. I, th I think if you could buy another box and just do a lot of mini guns out of it and just be able to swap them in and out, that, that feels like the right thing to do. I mean, more options are always better than less options. Yeah, the minigun puts out such a high weight of fire. I mean, so the way you got to look at it is, I mean, you're swapping out for the 50 cal, and what's the 50 cal doing better than the minigun could do? And answer that is, to get into the fives. But if you roll, you're rolling more dice, so you're going to get those sixes. So the other yep. thing is, killing light vehicles, which, yeah, okay, doesn't matter how much um, shots you put out if you can't penetrate armour. But even then, yeah. the 50 cal's, all right, it's going to mess up APCs. I mean, stuff mm, like hails. I've got like a five plus saves, no matter what shoots them. Yeah. Anything more than that? Well, you, that's what the tow missiles are for. Yeah, I think I'm going to need another yeah. box anyway. Because mm. I've just added up. Oh, plus the freaking there's two in the HQ. God. Yeah, and don't forget if you got M113s, so you've probably got some mini guns kicking around from yeah. that. That's what just yeah, it's just the same. I've got so six. There's five platoons of four there. <laughs> So it's so cheap, there's going to be a lot. 24, 25, 26. I oh, know, it might be. Yeah, 25. Yeah, five times. Mm -hmm. My brain. Mass, no worky. Riveting radio. There, there Man, lots of things. No, but yeah, lots of Humvees and then stick a load of... Uh, yeah, Abrams. Abrams next to them. I think that's the kind of right thing to do as well, because you're you're not paying extra for the firepower on the the infantry fighting vehicles because you've invested in the Abrams. Yeah. Then maybe I'll be able to squeeze some Apaches in as well. That'd be fun. How much are the, Apa the Apaches are quite expensive, aren't they? Yeah, they're not. They're not. <laughs> not a uh, value option. <laughs> <laughs> Tesco value Apaches. They are six yeah. points each. It's they not... come in two or four. Mm -hmm. Packs of two or four. Oh. That's not that expensive, though. Six points isn't... Yep. Four of them is core of your force. Yeah, I know, but it's not... It's not... How much is a, a Warthog? Cobras, put it, to put it in perspective, a Cobra is seven points for two. Is that with the, uh, the Toe 2 upgrade? Yeah, that's the standard Toe. If you go for Toe 2, it's, it's nine points for, for two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were having this discussion last time about the the Cobra being probably the better option with the Toto, which yeah. is a bit of a, a bit of a shame. Um, uh, but I say at least until um, the heavy stuff appears and you get Apache's extra killing power. Yeah, I'd twenty five. Do you think Do you think that the the TAT is going to be is actually more important now than the M one is? If that makes sense, as to the game, as in it will change things. Dramatically, because at the moment you've only got to kill a T72 maximum or a T64 maximum. Yeah. But that T80 then shifts the, the, the needle dramatically. 
yeah, if you're not if you're not playing, you know, blue on blue, and yes, the T the T eighties give you a shock to the system because also it gives you that NATO style tank in terms of arm protection. But its hitting power doesn't change. Its rate of fire power is unlikely to change. So hmm. it's all going to come down to extra armor protection, which is going to make a big difference. Because also Milan spam that won't make any any headway. Yeah, but you won't yeah, be able. You, to, that, you say that won't be able to make headway, but you're still going to have to deal with it because. Oh, no, because you've got the minimum range of assault, haven't you? Mm-hmm. You just drive your T-80s straight into their faces. Yeah. And because the T-80 will have era armour, even the Carl Gustav's point defence won't do anything. Communism rage intensifies. Yeah. <laughs> Unlucky decadent and Westerner. Yes. <laughs> you brought the lands to a T-80 fight. I think that's, that's... For me, that's going to be the big shake-up. Like, when that first deploys and you go I haven't factored this in and it's going to be yeah. a bit of a shock to the system especially in a competitive environment I mean you know like we were saying in, in certain things you'd have to take into account like you know can I take out Ferdinand can I take out 17 million armoured cars but it's think... still going to be it's, it's probably still going to be rate of fire one right because the whole mm. auto loader thing auto loader I I, yeah, I, I imagine so. Yeah, not going to have the volume of shots. So at that point, that's when you need your abrams with the maneuverability. Yeah, but it's going to be you're going to have to counter that, especially like we said, in an environment where and a competitive one where you might run up against that, and then next turn, next time round, run up against every T55 that was ever made in in the Eastern German bloc. Three hundred point games. Three hundred points. Yeah, with a 10 model limit count. <laughs> I don't... What's the... Is it... Is Team Yankee one formation only? No, you can have multiple formations. Okay, I was going to say, because that would be quite interesting if you had 300 points and at maximum of one formation. Because yeah. some of them would presumably <laughs> top out. Oh, yeah, some of them definitely oh, top yeah. out. I bought my Humvees! <laughs> they top out, like, yeah... Was it 19 points for a formation? Yeah, it looks, looks at Besage Company and goes... Mm. <laughs> 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 yeah. You bought a Besage Company to a T-80 fight. Why have you done that? RPGs? <laughs> Question mark? Yeah. But that... that, that, that mm. It's good to see that he's got the old juices flying, though. The new American book. Yeah, New, new options. It was just—I was just astounded at the cost of the bloody um, when you actually put them into a um, force. Or how little you get. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but that's got to be a, a good thing to an extent. Absolutely. Adding Are they comparable my... to the um, Challenger Two then, as well? Uh, looks at Lee. Sorry, say that again. So the Challenger Two is that comparable to the the higher gun, uh, higher armored uh, Abrams? Yeah. So you're, I mean, of... yes, it's got a similar sort of um, higher net tank. Um, armor protection goes slightly to the M1A1HC, but the big, the big difference to those tanks is the mobility of the Abrams because obviously it's got the advanced stabilizers, it's got higher dash speed. It can actually keep its two shots on the move, whereas the Challenger is very static as a tank. 
Yeah, yeah, that was that's something we talked about, wasn't it? The challenger you you kind of put it there and it sits there and does challenger things. Yeah, and that's it. Whereas the Abrams, it can be constantly moving, jockeying of position, knife fighting, getting in, putting the shots down. I mean, certainly if you're going with the no five millimeter versions like the IPM one, that's what you've got to do against those kind of high end threats is get in the flank and put um, a thin round through the side armor. Holy moly. Hmm. All right, I've just. Oh Are you God. on the shop again? Are you buying no. things? No. Are you sure? I it feels like you're clicking and buying things. <laughs> I can see your cart. I can hear no. your cart clicking. Oh, it's yeah. groaning under the weight. Mm. Yeah. I knew you put an order in for some Bradleys. Get a couple of boxes of Bradleys. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have any more beer. How much models does that is equate it... to? <laughs> I was going to say, when you say you're going to put in an order for some Bradleys, is that with the Fez Hobby Mart that happens to be? All right. So if, I, if I took, oh, that's nice. How much did I say Apaches were? Twelve points. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So if I did a full light attack company, which is thirty-six Humvees. Oh my good god. Three light attack platoons of four with the miniguns and fifty cows and grenades. HQ of two, you've got uh eight tow Humvees, you've got a scout section of Humvees, and then you've got the light infantry platoon, which is full potato, which is another ten Humvees to carry an infantry squad in. That's your core formation. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's eight platoons. Yeah. Decent. That's 32 points. <laughs> Sorry. Right? 32 points. Then you add four M1A1 Abrams as a support choice, as a black box, for 56 points. And that leaves you 12 points for two Apaches. 100 points on the dot. Nice. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's brutal. Could you, you could almost squeeze in four Cobras. Just yeah, but Apaches are better. I hear you. Play too much of uh, Desert Strike. <laughs> yeah. What I, you I, could I, do actually with the oh, sorry, go on. No, I was going to say the uh, idea for an objective is one of the little Kiowa little birds, just on a large base. That'd be cool. Lighting things up. Mm. Yeah, we can find a one one hundred jet range model. What the Kiowa? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically it's a jet range. You take that, put a little ball on the top, and hey, you got a got a D version Kiowa. Yeah, that would be that would be awesome. That would look cool. Uh, oh my god! So Jimmy, make one. There you go. Welcome. Navy, <laughs> Navy jet ranger HKP six. Yeah, close enough. The version as one as well. That would be that would look. Awesome as an objective, just hovering there, lighting things up with a little laser. <clears throat> I'm not entirely sure it will be the most up-to-date, amazing mold though. The original kit was released in 1981. Ooh, okay, that's, Ooh, that's as old as me. Oh. <laughs> I think that's a case of you're better off just cutting out the box art off the cover and sticking out. <laughs> <laughs> well, how much? How much is it? I I, I don't know. Oh, because you can't. It's probably not in production anymore, is it? Yeah, 
released in 1981 as a Rebox. Oh, God, so the mold's even older. That's one of the things you find about um, scale models as opposed to war game stuff, is they the molds go around the block and then they just disappear. Yeah. Well, I suppose they make them until make them until they break them. I guess. Mm. Yeah, but you never you never quite know. Then other people buy the molds if they're still working. Yeah, and start casting again. And then yeah, and then re-release it as another miniatures page. Little birds. Oh, oh god, I'm falling to the miniatures page black hole. That would be. I just think that'd be look cool if you got two two Apaches sat next door to the little objective hovering around. Swedish. Yeah, no, cool. <laughs> he says that's that's not the thing to focus on right now. Ed. That's you know talking about all the armies that you haven't painted. Uh, oh, buying little birds. Buying little birds. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am, just, you know, going back to full circle, if you like, the armies that we we would do if the um, Blackhawk Down original. If Blackhawks ever came in and Kiowas and having UN troops in BTR 60s and all that kind of stuff, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. That would look cool. Oh, to be fair, you do um, a Huey Rifle Huey Rifle Company now and just use um, some Ravel Blackhawk models. Yeah, yeah. Well, the only thing yeah. you haven't got is little birds going around with the, the, the mini guns strafing everything. And. Uh, you couldn't really have Pakistani uh, UN troops either, could you? Oh, I, I, what I'd do is just take a, um, a Iraqi um, BMP, um, B, so BTR okay. platoon. Yeah, that'd be close enough. Ooh. Hold on, let me just... <laughs> yeah. I know, I've fallen down a hole now. That 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 would be pretty cool. Yeah, just paint, paint a bit. What? So have some like white BTRs, a UN paint on the side of it, and we um, gets the old like. I'm trying to think what the what the Pakistanis be using. Cause, uh, they'd they'd be probably used... have AKs, wouldn't they? No, I'm pretty sure they use. Really? Um, I'm not sure actually. No, I want to say they use SLRs, but it's probably Indians rather than Pakistanis. Take a go. Welcome to Shooting Scoops, the Googling podcast. <laughs> How would you... So you can't describe you... it. Don't expect me to Google it. All they do is... Um... So he's carrying an AK. Yeah, so maybe I'll use an AK then. What would you use the little birds then as proxies for? Probably Cobras? I'd probably go Cobras, yeah, because when just not fire the tow missiles, just be firing off their um, Gatling guns and stuff. The problem is... I'm pretty sure they had 7.62 Gatling guns, not even 20 millimetre ones. I was being inclined mm. to do a home. Take the minigun rules from the Humvee, put it yeah. onto a, onto a Cobra, basically, and do that. What's the Nam, little bit? <laughs> the Nam OH6 has got the rocket pods for doing the designation, I think, and an M60 on the side. No. I think it's all it's all doable. Just different rates of fire, isn't it? Really? There's extra dice. Yeah. I mean, basically just use Basij for doing the Somalis. Um, yeah. Got record, you got recall it, the recallless rifle Jeeps could be technicals. Yep. They're just yep. hordes of AKs mm-hmm. and RPGs. Yep. And just mm. fire all the RPGs in the air and hope you hit something. <laughs> 
That's intriguing. So, item five here. Top five miniature war game scenarios we've not done. Number five, <laughs> Black Hawk Down. Number four, The Siege of Entebbe. Number three, <laughs> BMP versus PT6 boat fight on the Nile. Number two, um, there's another one we haven't we've talked about and haven't got anywhere near starting. Ah, <laughs> oh, no, you, yes, there is. I'm just trying to think what they were talking about because you got Enter. That was one, another one we were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wasn't there the um, we talked a bit about the Israeli Land Rovers? Yes, that was the Enter. That's the Enter. Oh, is that? Oh, I can remember what it's called. Sorry, that was cool. Hmm. Oh, was it? Wasn't it um, doing the battle with Norway in Team Yankee? So having oh, like, yeah, doing like all the naval, light units. Yeah, all the light units the and naval landings and stuff. Oh, with the um, hovercraft. Sweet. Yes. <laughs> Sweet. Sweet. And uh, yeah, number one of hobby games that we said we we're playing haven't played uh, any of them at all. At the <laughs> <laughs> oh, you say this. Savage. Uh, savage savage honestly yeah we haven't played anything for a while um when was the last time you played was it was it the last game you played lee when we were down at the dice saloon and everyone's yeah. looking nervous literally right. that last week before the lockdown really kicked mm. in so it was like mid-march god but i'll tell you mate, what we need to do as soon as you've got your blood bowl painted up you do a yeah. garden blood bowl game a little social bubble thing yeah <laughs> Yeah, I'd, I'd be up with that. Oh, I'll mean, um, try and sort something out for I've, it. I've never played it. I don't know the rules. Uh, I don't even think I've got the right dice. But other than that... I've got, I've got all of it, so it's fine. Brilliant. Yeah, I'll try and work some out on that. That would work for me. Let's talk Marika around to it. Well, you might be somewhere host, that's got table host, outside. host down with disinfectant when you get here. <laughs> <laughs> just turn off one of those NBC seats. Just... Uh, if you could just it's do all a fine. pull, that'd be great. <laughs> I'll turn up with one of those um, temperature guns. It'll be fine. I'll just <laughs> yeah. start taking temperature. Who wear hazmat suits? Okay. Yeah, hazmat. Eddie, if you can bring those PPE suits you've got to wear for yeah, your next stint, bring some of those fun. back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe just give them a chamois before you, uh, you know. Bring them back. Well, what makes me laugh Maybe. is they take temperature just after you've walked in from 45 degree heat. <laughs> I'm visibly hot and sweaty. I, 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 you know. <laughs> don't tell them that though, because they'll start taking internal temperatures. You don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have to really hope they clean it in between people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, between uses. Yeah. So how do you get hepatitis? <laughs> well. Just wipe that on the uniform. That'll do. <laughs> Uh, all right, shall we scoot and shoot? <laughs> yeah, yeah. that one. That point of the night again. A nice brief two and a half hour podcast. <laughs> I keep saying it's going to be a quick one. I've got to just keep my mouth shut. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, got to keep my mouth shut. It'd be a much shorter podcast then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lee? Lee? <laughs> Lee? Yeah. All right, well, so tonight's dice is uh, the French Foreign Legion. Ooh. As we eventually worked Ooh. out. So I'm guessing right. French Foreign Legion probably going to be fearless trained. So I was going to say, then, yeah, paratrooper-esque. Yeah, so, 
once upon a time we said, we said veteran, but given the way veteran works, he's, I presume, be trained. But um, what they would have is, yeah. really, being fearless, is they'd have a really cool follow me, which is exactly what you want for them. Um, yeah. So anyway, four yeah, plus. Yeah, digging their holes. It's a five. Hooray! The three French of Lixton. One day I'll Jones. go back over all 30 episodes and find out if we do actually fail more of the past. I don't think we do. I think it's, a, I think it's an urban myth now. Yeah, <laughs> it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. We can't change yeah. the intro, though. That's it. We'll run a competition for it and see what happens. <laughs> Go what? back and listen to all our episodes and find out if we do what, what the odds are. <laughs> well, yeah. The Armoured Trade Wreck of a podcast you've been listening to was Shoot and Scoot, the Blades of War podcast from the team of BreakthroughAssault.co.uk and was brought to you by support from Battlefield Hobbies, Dice of War and the ability to maybe play games again once soon, maybe, please. For the love of God. <laughs> please. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask for much. I would do anything to stop a pandemic, but I won't do that. <laughs>